0: Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Lee Lantieri, an ITA energy medicine practitioner, holistic counselor, intuitive empath, and spiritual writer, here to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. In this space, we deep dive every week into topics designed to help you align with your true and highest self, raise your frequency and vibration, learn the tools to help you self-heal. Rewire your subconscious mind, transform your mindsets, and co-create the life of your dreams. I believe the stars have called you to this podcast for a reason. Let's dive in and find out why. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome or welcome back to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I'm very excited because this is the last new type of episode I am introducing in season six. So this episode is going to be a journal prompt and a deep discussion. And actually, I have way more than just one journal prompt because this episode is actually 11 journal prompts for 2024 to heal, reflect, and manifest your goals. So as we approach the last month of the year, everyone starts to get super emotional and into the reflecting and intention setting and honestly, healing reflecting at the end of the year can be very healing in a lot of ways. And so I wanted to introduce this episode now rather than at the end of December because I think that expanding our time to reflect and set intentions over the course of multiple weeks is actually going to set us up for success when it hits January 1st and then we're not cramming in to do all of our intention setting and goal planning but really allow the end of the year and the holiday season to be a time to come inward, to really reflect about the lessons we learned, the experiences we had, what things we have yet to heal, what things we have succeeded in fully healing in our self-development journey, and really celebrate the accomplishments that we did achieve in this last year. I think that we can get really motivated in... You know, growing more and healing more and doing more self-development and bigger goals, more income and all of those things when we are presented with a beginning and we forget to really understand how much we've been through when it is also an ending. It is an ending of an entire year of experiences and laughs and cries and pivots and shifts and those things should be celebrated as well. So if you are new here, season six is going to have four different types of episodes. The first one is going to be a intention setting for the month and an energy reading. The second one is going to be a spiritual or energetic lesson. The third one is going to be a lesson more along westernized psychology and mindset. And then the fourth episode of the month is going to be a journal prompt and a deep discussion. So that is what we are doing today. Also, in the show notes is a link to a blog post where I have written out all 11 of the journal prompts so you can pull that up alongside you or reflect back at it after the episode so you can journal along with me and enjoy those prompts at a speed and at a pace that is right for you. I actually did the first eight prompts and I'm waiting to do 9, 10, and 11 until I'm in a little bit of a different headspace because right now I'm really in the reflecting on 2023 and those last three journal prompts are really about setting intentions for 2024. So this really is a, it's an episode and it's a reflection about an ending and what all of that means to your emotions and your psyche and to your energy systems. So I think to get started, I'm just going to read out all of the journaling prompts and then you can pause this episode or bring up the blog post and spend some time doing the prompts and reflecting and writing on your own time. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to continue to reflect on some of these prompts and then we will come back together and we will chat a little bit about kind of what has really come up for me. So journaling prompt number one is... List your most significant achievements in 2023, both big and small. Reflect on the personal growth you've experienced as a result of these achievements. Journaling Prompt 2. List five things you are grateful for from the past year. How has practicing gratitude impacted your overall well-being? Journal Prompt 3. What were the most significant lessons you learned in 2023? How can you apply these lessons to your future endeavors? Journal prompt four Identify challenges or setbacks from the last year. Express gratitude for the lessons these challenges brought into your life and the strength they have helped you discover. Journal prompt five Reflect on any past experiences that still hold emotional weight. How can you work towards healing and letting go in the coming year? Journal prompt six, revisit your core values. Do they align with your actions and choices in the past year? What adjustments can you make to live in greater alignment with your values? Journal prompt seven, describe a moment from the past year when you felt truly present and alive. How can you cultivate more moments of mindfulness in your daily life? Journal prompt eight, Evaluate your self-care practices. What activities recharge and nourish you? How can you prioritize self-care in the upcoming year? Journal prompt nine. Set specific positive intentions for the year ahead in various aspects of your life, whether that be personal, professional, or relationships. How do these intentions contribute to your overall growth and well-being? Journal prompt ten. Envision your dream life in vivid detail. What does it look, feel, and sound like? Break down this vision into specific goals and actions you can take in 2024 to move closer to that dream life. And journal prompt number 11, write down positive affirmations that align with the life you want to manifest in 2024. How can you incorporate these affirmations into your daily routine to reinforce a positive mindset? Now, it's important to approach these prompts with honesty, presence, an opened mind, and non-judgment. Journaling is such an intimate practice that allows you to access parts of your subconscious and parts of your past and your psyche that you don't normally get access to when you're going about your everyday life. And so when you're in this portal of deep understanding of who you really are and what you really desire. It's important to have an open mind and to be really non-judgmental with what comes up for you. I will say when I was doing these journaling prompts, I didn't realize that I was still stuck on some things or I didn't realize that I had healed from some things. And when I was talking about my accomplishments, I was kind of shocked that I haven't been celebrating myself enough considering all that I have achieved. And so Journaling is really done well when you do it with an open mind and you don't judge what comes up on the paper. And that's really, really important, especially because journaling can be such a dynamic process that evolves over time. So what you write down today could be so different from what you write down a week from now. So I encourage you to play around with these prompts and revisit them over the next few weeks or even the next few months as we go into 2024. And also when it gets to those, you know, envisioning the life you want for 2024, as you journal out those answers to the prompts, focus on the emotions that you associate with your reflections and your aspirations. When you visualize, when you incorporate positive thinking, that can be such a powerful tool for manifesting because you allow yourself to access parts of your brain that don't really know what's presently happening, but just understands I'm going to evolve with this emotion and evolve with this energy and create more of that. So when you're writing down your goals, really get into the embodiment of it because your subconscious mind is going to attach to those feelings and that language that you're writing down on the paper, and it's going to create more of that in your field. And also have fun with it because it's it doesn't need to be that serious. I think a lot of people can Think of the new year as a really serious time. And if you think of it as more of just an experiment or a game or something that's more lighthearted and fun, it brings that whimsical excitement of when you were a child back into the present moment. And that can be really uplifting for yourself, especially if you did have a challenging year or you're currently going through some, some difficult emotions. So feel free to pause this episode, pull up the blog post, grab your journal, and just write it out. You can listen to some music or some frequency hertz. I love to do that when I'm journaling, especially to get in the mood. So pause it, do whatever you need to do, then come back. Or you can listen to my kind of reflection and discussion on some of my answers and wait until a later time to do those journaling prompts. It's very much up to you. But I am going to move on now to... Kind of some of the insights that have kind of sparked up into my head after doing the first eight journaling prompts. And yeah, they're pretty cool. So the first one is really all about listing out your accomplishments, big and small. And when I started to get in the groove of it, first, you know, I wrote down those bigger accomplishments like graduating college and opening up my own clinic practice and all of that good stuff. And then I started to write out the the smaller accomplishments that you know, are oftentimes overlooked in our everyday life. And I got kind of emotional thinking about it because, you know, looking back, I I, I didn't give myself enough credit for all that I really have gone through. And I'm sure that you listening to this also have not given yourself enough credit for what you've achieved in the last year. Because you just, you know, whether you were busy or you had this mindset of just keep moving forward, you accomplished so much in this last year, big things and small things. And now is the perfect time to really celebrate that for yourself, to look back and reflect on those experiences and say, wow, I did that. Whether you did it alone or whether you had, you know, a hundred people there to support you, there are so many things that you have accomplished in this year and, and now is a time to really honor that within yourself. I know that I didn't expect to get emotional when I was writing out that prompt, and and I did. I started to tear up a little bit. And then moving on to the second question, asking to reflect on five things that you're grateful for that happened, I think it's funny that not everything that I was grateful for fell onto my accomplishments list. And I'm curious to see if that is similar for you, but I think a lot of us, including myself, have this mindset of just accomplish, 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 achieve, 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 do better, succeed more, all of that stuff, or, you know, I'm a Capricorn, so that's kind of where my mindset is a lot of the time, and looking at the five things I was most grateful for in 2023, which was hard to narrow it down to just five because I am so grateful for so many things that happened in my life, but only one of the things on my gratitude list was something that I accomplished in 2023. And I think that's really interesting because we think we'll be happy when we accomplish the big goal, when we make that money, graduate, get into that relationship, whatever it is, go on that vacation. And yes, those are things that, you know, you are grateful for, right? But when you have to narrow it down to just five things and you you don't have to be stingy with what you put on that list, only one of the things was something I actually accomplished. The rest was experiences that brought me closer together with my friends and family, instances that made me feel peaceful and present and mindful. And those are the things that I'm really grateful for at the end of the day. So that's just a really great reminder going into 2024 that, yes, I'm going to set these goals and I'm going to have these big dreams for myself. But not to forget that when it really comes down to what matters most, it's being present and peaceful and mindful with the people that you love and with nature itself. That's at the core of of at least my value system. And I can oftentimes forget that when I get caught up in the achievement aspect of it. So double-edged sword here, one is celebrate your accomplishments because they deserve to be celebrated, the big ones and the small ones. But also remember that when it comes down to what you're really grateful for in this life, it's oftentimes not the external gratification, but you know, that internal parameter that tells you that you are loved and you are safe and that you are here in the present moment. And again, this bleeds into the next journal prompt, which is about the lessons that you've learned in the last year. And I actually had to take a few deep breaths and really center myself before I wrote this one out because gosh, I don't know what lessons I learned. I feel like I don't even know. I, all the events just kind of blur together at some point, And I'm like, what happened in 2022? What happened in 2023? But I think I found like the core lessons that I learned. And I want to share them with you to see if it, you know, sparks some inspiration for lessons you've learned or just, you know, get a different perspective because I have, you know, a different lived experience than you. But So I have written down that cultivating peace and inner fulfillment is way more important than external desires like money, success, and validation. Yep, just what I said before. That kind of led me into the next one. And that is, you really cannot control anything else but your mindset, your intentions, and your reactions. And it's those three things that when they're in balance, they help you manifest your goals. So I think this year, 2023, really taught me that lesson of like, I cannot control other people. I cannot control how other people react. I cannot control when I get something that I desire, if I get something I desire at all most of the time. But what I can control is my mindset, so how I perceive myself and how I perceive the world, my intentions, the energy that I choose to put out into the world, and then also my reactions to the things that happen in my reality. I didn't even put down emotions as something that you can really control because emotions are oftentimes just like synapses that happen in your brain based off of, you know, a lot of biological processes. So emotions are not always something you can control, but, you know, choosing to heal it or spiral in it is ultimately your choice. But if something makes you jealous, like in that moment, you can't control that jealousy came up, but you can control how you react to your emotions and what emotions you choose to perpetuate. I always come back to this and that is that emotions are really only designed to be felt in the body for 90 seconds. And then any time longer is you self-perpetuating that emotion. So have no judgment for the emotions that come up in those 90 seconds, but then know that you have a choice to keep it there or to heal it. But you 100% have a choice over how you react to the things that happen to you. And speaking of intention setting... Intentions hold way more weight than the actual action or the choice itself. That is a lesson I learned the hard way in 2023 because a lot of the times we think, okay, well, if I do this thing, then I'll get this result. Which, you know, makes sense, cause and effect. If I go to bed earlier, I will wake up feeling more rested, right? That makes a lot of sense. However, there's a lot of nuance to that phrase, Because really, it's not the action that you're doing that's causing the outcome. It is the intention behind making that decision or choosing to do that action that is actually causing the outcome. For example, you could be doing a really nice action by going out of your way to help your friend, even though it's inconvenient to you. However, if the intention behind it is, I'm so scared that if I don't go out of my way to help my friends, that they aren't going to like me, right? So it's that people-pleasing mentality of I'm just going to, you know, do things for other people, even in the detriment to my own self, because I want to keep my relationships and I want people to like me and I want to feel loved and desired and worthy of, you know, receiving that love in return, right? So that intention isn't 100% pure, And it also alludes to the fact that you have a lot of inner healing work to do. So the result of your action may not be what you want it to. The result may be that people in your life start to use you or they don't actually, you know, fully thank you for the work that you do and for how much you help them as a friend because it's become expected. And they maybe start to cross over some boundaries that you haven't firmly set in place. And so that is an example of how it's the intention and it's the energy that fuels an action that causes the result. For example, you could say an empowered, no, no, I cannot help you today. My apologies, right? And that firmly setting a boundary and being respectful to your own self, that is going to cultivate more respect and a lack of boundary crossing in the future. Or if you're someone who kind of likes the gossip and to hear all the tea and you reach out to someone asking how they're doing, not because you actually care how they're doing, but because you want to see that person's side of the story, well, that's not a 100% pure intention. And so the outcome of that may be a little bit messy. Whereas if you were genuinely reaching out to someone asking how they were doing and looking to catch up, you get a more pure outcome. So that is an example that I learned in 2023 is that it's, it really comes down to your intentions behind the actions and the actions itself don't really lead to the consequences. It's the intention behind the action, which is poof, mind blown. Love it. Love to see it. Another lesson is he, <laughs> I just wrote down the importance of nervous system regulation. Yes. Yeah, something I learned in 2023 was how to really balance my nervous system. I had a really weak adrenal system for a long time. And I feel like 2023 was the year that I actually healed my adrenal glands and my fight or flight response is no longer like always in overdrive. And that is because I continuously do nervous system regulation techniques literally every single day. I live for them. They have helped me calm down. And I feel like for the first time since I was a kid, I actually feel like a deep level of of peace and stillness When I go throughout my days, not every day, a lot of days are stressful, but for the most part, I feel so much more inner peace and inner stillness than I used to. And I owe it all to those nervous system regulation techniques like breath work, bilateral stimulation, meditation, yoga, gentle nature walks, digital detoxing by like just not going on my phone or my computer for hours at a time, not overstimulating my brain. All of these things helped cultivate so much peace within me. And that's something I really learned this year. And then the last thing I wrote down is how important it is to spend your energy and resources mindfully. Yeah, 2022 and 2021, those were years where I had a lot of FOMO. And so I would give my energy and my time away to things that weren't actually for my highest good. But it felt better than sitting in that, you know, fear of missing out mindset. So 2023, my one of my intentions for this year was to really heal that and to spend my energy and my time in a way that I wanted to and in a way that really fueled me. And in the beginning, it was kind of hard because I was, you know, doing that exposure therapy and not answering certain phone calls or not going to certain events because I knew it wasn't the best thing for me but instead to spend more time at home, cooking meals, going to bed earlier, doing a lot of reading and writing and just doing the things that I genuinely enjoyed. And now it's become second nature and I no longer fear you know, missing out in that way. And yeah, that's a big lesson is when you spend your energy and your resources with a lot of intention and with your highest good and the highest good for all in mind, life expands so deeply And the experiences you have have so much depth and character to them and you no longer feel stressed out all the time, but you feel this sense of, you know, fulfillment and contentment and it's beautiful. And I hope that anyone out there who doesn't really feel like they're spending their energy in a way that best serves them, that you put that as your intention for 2024. Because when you learn how to do that for yourself, you... a better friend you are a better you know sister or brother you show up in your work with you know a deeper sense of service and clarity and you just yeah you're just a, a more aligned person and you just feel happier so I really appreciated learning that lesson and I hope that if you're someone who needs to learn any of these lessons that they have inspired you and that they've also inspired you to reflect on the lessons that you've learned throughout 2023 and I'd love to hear them And the rest of the prompts I won't really touch on too deeply because they are quite personal, but the ones about identifying the challenges and the setbacks and realizing that there were actual opportunities for healing on a deeper level, reflecting on past experiences that you have yet to heal from, and also revisiting your core values, all of the rest of the journal prompts really opened my eyes a lot to things that I wouldn't have really noticed had I not set the time aside to reflect on those specific aspects. So these journaling prompts aren't just random. They are made with a lot of intention to activate within you deeper healing processes and also to bring out emotions and memories and experiences from the last year that facilitate not just reflection, but also healing and personal development. So I hope that you use these journaling prompts and you do them at a pace that feels right for you. You set the time aside to really dive deep because even just doing the first eight prompts today, I have such new insight and appreciation for myself, for my past experiences, and for 2023 as a whole. And I'm just so grateful that I now have this new insight. And I would love, love, love to open up a conversation about some of the things that you wrote down. So feel free to comment on the blog post or email me or message me directly on Instagram and I would love to chat about some of the things that came up for you and maybe some of the things that you wouldn't have even thought of had you not set the time aside to reflect on these journal prompts. So with that said, that concludes today's episode of the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I'm wishing you lots of healing and deep reflection as you enter in the last month of 2023. I love December. I love the holidays. It's also my birthday and I just, I love reflecting and setting intentions. So this was a very, very fun episode for me. I hope you also enjoyed it. Please reach out. And with that said, I'm sending as much light and love as I possibly can your way. Talk to you soon.